Mark of Thinking Podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about something that I've skirted around, alluded to, danced around, but never quite got into, and that subject is psilocybin mushrooms. Um, never felt as though it had anything to offer you as far as a topic on this podcast. However, there is something that I've learned uh, probably, well, maybe over a year ago from an experience and it is now really played out in the last four months, so I feel it's important to maybe discuss. Um, but before that, go to theinfinitesparkofbeans.com, click on the About button, learn a little bit about me and what I have to offer you. Uh, if you'd like me to speak or do a workshop at your yoga school or any other facility you're at there, uh, let me know, reach out via email. If you're interested in booking one-on-one time with me, again, via email, and we can figure something out there. Also, Patreon. Patreon donate button uh, at the top of the screen in the uh, nav bar there. Click that uh, so that you can have access to the first Wednesday of every month online gathering via Google Meet. This month, tomorrow, actually, we are going to be discussing mantra recitation, mind training, and manifestation, how these three things work together to transform your reality. So, uh, mushrooms, before we get into that, my girlfriend has informed me that I need to start with a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. I am not someone you should come to for medical advice. Um, Though I would like to point out, I busted my toe open running And when I asked if she had any surgical tape, she thought I was crazy. Um, Surgical tape, gauze, bandages, or something I have around a lot. So maybe I am somebody you can go to for medical advice. But um, when it comes to this stuff, please don't listen to me. Um, I am not telling anyone to do mushrooms. Um, I am simply giving you my experience. If you want to do those things, that is up to you. If you can handle it, go for it. But I started microdosing psilocybin in 2017 in an effort to honestly improve my focus. I was working for myself as a graphic designer, um, and it was towards the end of that era for me, and concentration was hard, um, depression was real, and um, I, I needed something. So I started microdosing. I had heard about it and wanted to give it a shot. Um, so I've been doing that on a fairly regular basis since then. It is now 2023. Uh, intermittently experiencing macro doses uh, when I feel as though something needs to move. Um, my experience with psilocybin is a lot of sadness, um, which is what I want. There's things in there and I need them out. And through those experiences, I feel like I've done that. Like I've taken the larger doses when I really needed to just, just cry and get some stuff out. And I did, I have, um, and I, and I will. So one experience Uh, on a larger dose, and I do not recall how much. Um, I was at home alone, and it dawned on me, and I would say it 
came to mind violently. Um, that nothing I've ever done or ever will do matters to the universe or to anyone else. And for somebody who's been engaged in creative things their whole life, helping professions and these sorts of things, that was, it was heartbreaking. I just know my heart shattered and I felt sadness and I was sobbing and I remember repeating, it's all been a waste of time. I've wasted my time. What happened in that moment was my default mode network, which if your ego was an actual thing, it would live in your default mode network. And in that moment, it was still very active. Ego being personal importance and personal identity and reality testing. And I was so identified with this creativity and this stuff that losing that identity was very heartbreaking. Um, it, it hurt. Uh, but then after sitting in front of my puja table for a period of time um, and staring at a picture, honestly, of Swami Kripalu, who was a man that I never, he's, so I never met him, but one of my very dear teachers, a woman named Prem Shakti, who then became like a friend to me, um, that was her, her guru. And um, so if you've ever heard of Kripalu Yoga or the Kripalu Center, that's Swami Kripalu. Prem, some of you listening to this are Prem's students. Um, so I'm staring at this picture of Swami Kripalu, and he's in his red garb. Um, it's when he's very thin. He went through several phases uh, physically. He was very thin at the time, and he's kind of got this smile on his face. And all of these saints and things on my puja table, I feel like they look at me differently depending on where I'm at. And um, the smile was like kind of this rascally like, well, isn't that interesting? I, I, I can't explain it. But he was looking at me and it was kind of like, well, now what? Now that it doesn't matter, now what? And I was staring at him, and it was like I could feel this movement in my chest. And it was like everything just shifted over. It was like a pole shift. And nothing mattered, but it didn't matter in this, oh, shit, okay, so nothing matters. Okay, good. It felt like, I was thinking about earlier how I was going to describe it, and it felt like when you think you have an assignment due on a certain date at a certain time and you find out it's a week later, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, thank God, because I haven't done anything. It was like that. Um, it was like getting really good news that was a relief. And I felt very happy. And it wasn't, nothing matters in a nothing matters fuck it way it was nothing matters in a fearless this is pure potentiality and I can do anything that I want to do and it doesn't matter because the thing that always kept me from doing what I wanted to do was largely fear and it just all shifted in that moment it was like when you're a kid and you play a game and the game matters while you're playing it but if you lose, you lose if you win, you win and then you just go home 
That's what it felt like. It's okay, just play. You're going home anyway. It doesn't matter. And in that, I felt a lot of freedom and a lot of peace. And it was there, right? And it became part of my consciousness. But it didn't fully engage itself until like four months ago. You know, where, you know, my divine, it was like a part of my divine mind, my super conscious was like, hey, it doesn't matter, it's okay, just relax. My conscious mind, my more feral, carnal, materialistic mind was like, no, it matters. It was very frantic. And four months ago, they were kind of battling and slowly the divine mind is winning. Where it's like, hey man, just relax. None of this matters. So just enjoy it. Do what you do because that's what you do. Do whatever you want. Love how you want and when you want. And it's just, and in that letting go and in that fearlessness, my heart has opened. I have found an ease to life. But that openness has allowed me to just do the things I want to do. And that's been uh, very helpful. It has changed the way I do a lot of things. Um, and I would say that in the last four months, it's been huge. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm just making a little uh, U-turn here. Um, yes, there's a YouTube version of this where you can watch me drive my car and talk. Because one of my favorite things to do is to drive down the beach road and think. And so what a great time to record a podcast. So... I don't now the thing with psilocybin is that it attracts spiritual tourism spiritual tourists rather um, tourists being people that just want to collect experiences and take pictures but they don't want to live there they don't want to be locals because being a local on the spiritual path is much more difficult than being a tourist um, Chogim Trungpa would say that um, you know that it's going to be one constant insult to the ego after another. You know, it's one insult after another. You think it matters? Well, it doesn't. You love it? It's gone. It's just, it's constant. Um, and so it was just a very freeing experience. It's very sad at first. A lot of my experiences with mushrooms have been very sad. It's just overwhelming sadness and crying and like this purging that's always happening. On, on the larger doses. Um, that's been my experience with it. Um, and again, it's not that I, I, I don't recommend, I don't think you have to do Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm not one of those people that thinks everybody needs to take fucking mushrooms. I don't. You know the way thoughts and experience happen is through consciousness and you know one time somebody said when they were talking about Ram Dass they were, they were, they were saying you know we don't need to take acid and do these things because Ram Dass did and he told us about it and now your mind knows you know and my hope is that by sharing this your mind knows now that, that it's, it's just a way of thinking about it, it if ultimately you are operating from the place of soul that look ultimately intrinsically I am just an awareness a soul I am pure energetic whatever then really it doesn't matter and what I think what I believe was going on is in that moment of sadness and sorrow of that one particular trip um, my ego my default mode network was still very active and that crushing of the identity, that breaking away of it is very sad because now the mind doesn't know where to put me in the universe. It doesn't know what I am anymore. The mind needs to know what it is so that it can survive and thrive. Well, that's very scary. And then the nervous system freaks out and then I'm spiraling and whatever. But then there is the default mode. Because I, I believe this, this is just me talking. This is absolute what the kids call bro science. But... The default mode network being very active keeps you locked into the conscious mind. As the default mode network loosens and, and slows down, shuts down through either spiritual practice, meditation, breath work, psilocybin, whatever it is, the divine mind gets a little louder. That's why meditation is so important. The quieter you get, the louder the divine mind gets. The more you can hear what, what, um, what uh, the Quakers called the still small voice that the still small voice is your conscience. It's God speaking to you. It's the piece of you that is God that is speaking to you, right? You have this conscious mind that's chattering all the time. And I believe that that is related to the, the default mode network. And then as that shuts down, the divine mind steps in and goes, just relax. It's okay. It's just a game. And that is when the, uh, the word Leela really came in, like, into my consciousness very intensely. I always heard the words Leela and Samskara, but after that, Leela and Samskara, made, it's like they made sense. Leela meaning the divine play, the drama sport. Drama as in the play, like a drama, dramatic play, a dramatic acting, right? Uh, and then the samskara, which is the Sanskrit word for your, you know, deep psychological personality kind of stuff, also means to dance as the actor. So you dance as the actor in the divine play. By the way, Leela is the word that's used to describe this, just this, this reality. This is the Leela. Krishna's Leela, God's Leela, Vishnu's Leela, whatever. Um, so doing that really put those words in the forefront in my mind of like oh okay okay just relax because for me you know part of my karma 
is this intensity and anger and all of this stuff and the anger is rooted in just very intense fear and there is some sort of quelling of that fear that happened that day um you know uh a good friend of mine Troy would always say that you know my sense of entitlement was very strong right a very strong sense of entitlement I've talked about this before and I don't think I'm entitled I think that there's a fearlessness to the way I think I think that sometimes the way I look at systems and people and just be like well so what I think that that more people would feel that way if they just weren't afraid of the system. And, you know, I, I it's interesting as I heard a podcast the other day, um, and uh, that shall remain nameless, because what I've learned is that anytime I express any opinion outside of spirituality, a lot of you, you, you're, you're, you get butt hurt about it, because I'm not exactly like you, and maybe your idea of who I am gets fucked up a little bit, and you just don't want to hear anything from me, but... On this podcast, um, two gentlemen are talking about ayahuasca and psilocybin. And they're talking about the fact that alcohol is legal and psilocybin, for instance, is illegal. You can drink as much as you want, but don't take mushrooms. And they were talking about the history of the, the ban on psychedelics, or like putting them in Schedule 1. And... One of the gentlemen says, no one ever questioned the government or the system on booze. And it's very interesting. You know, that during the Vietnam War, like, you know, all these guys are taking acid and eating mushrooms. They're starting to question what we're doing. Yeah. I think it was very interesting. You know, I or a, f- a friend of mine, Brett, one time told me, he's like, you know, booze is very de-evolving. I was like, fuck yeah, it is. It's interesting. Um, yeah. I think that for my karma, I had to have a lot of those experiences, and they had to come through that specific vehicle. I don't think it's the vehicle everybody needs. So I'll tell you, as somebody who's done a lot of mushrooms... Um, when I've done rebirth breathing, it's similar to a very large dose of mushrooms. It's got a lot of the same qualities. Um, obviously, the microdosing is very beneficial neurologically. Do your own research. I'm not a doctor. I went to art school. Um, there's the... See? See, hon? Threw that out there. Um, yep, went to art school. I had a semester of colors, so you know, don't, don't take my advice on medical shit. But there's a lot of benefit to um, microdosing. I've experienced a benefit myself. But when it comes to those larger doses, I think that um, rebirth breathing, um, which is connected breathing, if you want to call it that. Um, I know a lot of uh, these gals that um, you know do uh, breath work at these yoga schools have their own names for it that keeps them from having to be certified by Sandra right just kidding that's me just taking a little dig um but rebirth breathing if you want to understand like a lot of the breath work check out Sandra Ray check out rebirth breathing it's where like all of this stuff comes from and she's a, not where all of it comes from pranayama is absolutely like a big part of it 
But when you watch Wim Hof, and it's like, oh, it's Wim Hof breathing. Like, no, it's not. It's fucking rebirth breathing. I've been doing it like since the fucking 80s or the 70s or something. But the experiences that I've had doing that, same thing. You're on some journey. And the way I describe it, like when someone's talking about breath work and like, well, should they do it? I go, look, it's like this. It's like you've been away all day at work and you come home and somebody has like rearranged your house in a really good way and cleaned it, but you're not sure what they did, but you like being inside of it. It's like, man, the living room looks great. Did you move the couch? You know, like, you know, they're like, yeah, I moved it over three inches. Like, man, I never thought to do that. It looks awesome. That's, that's rebirth breathing in my experience. And it's also the experience of, um, you know, psilocybin. I think, you know, a lot of you are probably like me where you've tried to make notes in hopes of like coming out of your trip like with some profound shit and it is always gibberish anything i have written down on mushrooms is fucking ridiculous i kept one thing for years trying to make sense of them, and finally i was like i don't know what this says i have fucking no idea i remember being on mushrooms laying down in my bed and having this crazy thought writing out be like oh it's gonna be great later and then reading it and thinking the fuck does that mean um Anyway, so that was my experience. Um, the freedom and fearlessness of this isn't a federal case, man. Just relax. Play the game. Don't get attached to the game. You, like you play checkers. You sit down and play checkers. You want to win. You want to like smear your friend. You know, you, you'd be playing checkers with your best friend. Like you want them to suffer and lose. But then you lose and everybody just laughs when we move on with it. But that's life. Um, go to theinfinitesparkofbeing.com. Click the about button. Read it. Reach out if you want me to do a workshop or come and speak for a night or a day. I don't know. Um, or if you want to book one-on-one time, reach out through the email there or DM. I'm most active on Instagram. Not so much TikTok and Facebook. Um, yeah, that's it. Buy a book. Register for the $10 uh, Patreon so that you can come to the first Wednesday gathering. Uh, Tomorrow is uh, November's uh, gathering, and it will be mantra recitation, uh, mind training, and manifestation. How those three things work together to transform your reality. I love you. I'm going to go. I think my phone's going to die. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.